Welcome back to Cancel This. I am uh, Jake Roberts, joined alongside... Uh, it's me, Malin Walker. Wait, are you, are, you, are you sure you're Malin Walker? Are you positive about this? Wait, wait, what? Hold on, hold on. I well, think you're forgetting something. Let me check one more time. Yeah, go ahead. Jake, I just found out something very important. What would this be? I j- it turns out that I'm Billy Bob Jenkins. That's right, everybody. <laughs> I am Billy Bob Jenkins. Uh, correct answer. Let's move on to the um, Billy, of course. Wait, do you, would you rather be referred to as Billy Bob Jenkins or just Billy? Uh, sir. Okay, sir. <laughs> let's. Okay. Before we get into this podcast, uh, let's go over to the Cancel Cancel Culture segment, because it's not the podcast anymore. Um, it's a pretty good week for pe- people being canceled. Only one event canceled people. Um Besides the obvious one that we will not name, uh, Bill Burr and Candace Owens, uh, because of the Grammys, yes, we're gonna name it the Sunday Night Grammys. Bill Burr, uh, I believe, was representing the Best Latina Music Award. And <laughs> why would they pick him? I don't. The funny thing about it is that he knew, I he knew that he was gonna get canceled, and I don't know. Something just, to me just sounds funny about that. But Why would you pick a white guy to do that job, though? Did they, like, pick him because they wanted him to get canceled? That's a good question. I, I don't know the answer to it's that. It's like, we want you to um, do this job so you, we, you can get famous, I mean canceled. Yeah. It's like... Oh, he got famous, all right. Famously canceled. Um, Ooh. Uh, next one, we have Candace Owen. That's also spurred from the Grammy Awards. Uh, but we'll not go into that too much. Uh, mostly for political reasons and because i don't feel like it well it's it's a long story if you want to look it up uh you can find it on twitter pretty easily uh, yeah there's a ben shapiro has a good segment on it it's on twitter you can see it for yourself and that concludes the cancel cancel culture segment of the week we'll see you right after this we are back from that uh incredibly short break i don't even know if you would consider that a break hello oh hey hey. how you doing i'm doing pretty well (laughs) didn't we do this before I, th- I think we did. Deja vu. Happens. Happens all the time. So, um, segments. Of course, we are going to be... Well, actually, you've already heard the uh, Cancel Cancel Culture segment of the week. Well, unless you haven't, unless you just skipped to this, that'd be kind of weird. So go back to the beginning if you want to see who got canceled. Go back to the beginning. We need more watch time. Just go <laughs> back. Watch it, watch it like three times. Yeah, if everyone out there could watch this show three times, just, we would have just 30 to, views. Just go to sleep. Just go to sleep and just repeat. Boom. That's All a good right. idea. Why haven't we thought of that before? I know, right? Why don't we do that? I mean, why don't we tell the audience to do yeah. that? Guys, we're getting 100 views on this video for no reason at all. No reason at all. You're doing good. All right. Before we get into this, uh, let's go into the Feed Jake of the Week. And after that, we'll have an interview with uh, Andy Hopper. Uh, uh, so, so we want to just go ahead and hit the Feed Jake? Let's hit the Feed Jake. Feed Jake. Okay, welcome back to the Feed Jake of the Week. So, um, what, today, what's, what's well, the funny topic of the day or of the week? Well, the, the funny topic is actually um, Joseph R. Biden falling while trying to get into an airplane. <laughs> you mean you felt that like a Looney Tune? Uh, that's been canceled, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we can't say Looney Tune been canceled it's been it's been extra canceled so i'm uh yeah so we're talking about funny man falling downstairs it's uh-huh. true if you haven't already seen this clip i'll leave a link below but you you need to check this out this is the it's so funny he like trips on a stair 
and then gets up, takes another step, and then trips on another stair. The funny thing is, he doesn't, he, not once, not twice, but three times. Like, he literally tri trips on the same set of stairs three times, and it's literally going into Air Force One, like the presidential <laughs> plane. Like, how do you do that? And the best part is, after he got up the three times, he just wiped his leg off. He wipes his leg off and then salutes just and like, then walks in. Yeah. He's like, wait, oh, my leg got a little dirty. Let's let's just scrape wait, it wait. off. Maybe he forgot that he had tripped. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just forgot and he was like, oh, nothing happened here. Just walking up the stairs. Uh, speaking of uh, Joseph R. Biden, or as you like to call him, President Houseplant, I have a clip from when he was still running. So if this just shows you why we call him President Houseplant or why you you do, this is uh, this is Biden trying to say something. I don't. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true and international effort to pressure. Now, say what you will about Southern accents and them being uh, absolutely horrible and you can't decipher that, anything. That wasn't an accent. I'd, I'd what, just like to point that out. What was that? What was that? I'm scared. I'm So am I. And frankly, I'm actually thinking about... Uh, Funny man's about to cast some spell on me. Yeah, that. Yeah, I'm. I'm not very happy with that at all. Uh, I'm actually thinking about suing the company that uh, posted that. Do you want to Because, do yeah, let's do it. We are a legal entity. No, we're not. I mean, I mean, we are a legal entity. Yes, and yes, we are. We've already filed the paperwork. Government. So yes, we are. Too late. What are you gonna do? Uh, what are you? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Cancel this. Cancel. Yeah. High five. I hope that picked up. <laughs> I think well, it did. If it didn't, then yeah. <laughs> okay. that that'll pick up. I just helped. I just, <laughs> he just high fived himself. Yeah, I just high fived myself just for the sake of the audio. See, I do this for you, audience. I do this for you. I will high five myself for the audience. That's real commitment. Like that, that's how, I. I actually respect that a that's lot. That's how low I can go. All right, back hey. back to funny man falling up the stairs. Okay, so have you ever just seen someone fall up the stairs? Like, have you really? Like, I've fallen down the stairs. But like that. And then, have you saluted once you got to the top? No, I swiftly walked away. Have I you seen that meme that shows Curious George placing bananas on all the steps, and then it says, this is for canceling cartoons? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. It sounds hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's bad, but it's, it's pretty funny. Um, I guess that was the Feed Jake of the Week. Coming up next, we have a very special interview. We're going to be joined by Andy Hopper, and he's going to give us his take on Texit. Ooh. And other interesting facts and stuff like that. We'll uh, take a quick break, and he'll be back with us. I'm sure I'll oh, be okay. very extroverted in this segment. I can just feel it. So can I. See we'll be right back. We'll see you then. Welcome back to Cancel This. I am Jake Roberts, joined alongside... Malin Walker, and with a very special guest today. Andy Hopper. Andy, thanks so much for joining us. Um, so, number one... We'll start with this, I guess. Why did you run for Texas Senate? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I uh, was watching the events of 2020 transpire before me, and uh, I tell you, I just felt in my bones that when I saw that 43 out of 50 states had uh, no refused mail-in ballots of uh, one kind or another, I just knew that that was not going to be anything but a recipe for disaster. And so, uh, you know, I basically ran in September of 2020 on the platform of defying the federal government, which was not uh, necessarily what anyone was talking about then. I think everyone believed that, and, and I do think Donald Trump won the election. Let me be really clear. I think that it was absolutely stolen, but I felt from the beginning that it was going to be. 
And uh, I, I don't think people saw that at the time, but that was what uh, that's what I believed that was going to happen is we were going to see everything that we're seeing unfurl right now, you know, nationalizing of elections, uh, removal of our Second Amendment rights, um, you know, the federal government, you know, trying to push down our throats, the definition of, you know, what a male and a female is. And I think that um, at that point, I just had kind of come to the conclusion that I had to do something, you know, and if I like. I think it's a important concept that, you know, whoever has the ability to do something should do something. And I was in a position at that point where I, uh, you know, was aware that there was going to be a special election. I said, what the heck, let let me get in here and let me at least advocate for this cause. So um, that's why I ran, Jake. Well, that sounds good. That was definitely a, a good answer there. And um, go ahead, Malin. Uh Question number two is, uh, what are the three most important bills to you? Right. Well, let me be really um, clear. I think that the most important thing that we can do at this point is make Texas more sovereign. I think that um, we are at a precipice right now where basically the United States has been co-opted by socialists and communists. And I think that uh, our last hope is for Texas to stand up on its own two feet and um, uh, basically uh, stand up to the federal government in every way that it possibly can. I think that the two bills that I think that do that best are HB 1215 and HB 1359. HB 1215 is the Texas Sovereignty Act, and it basically creates a expedited process whereby Texas can um, decide that a federal law or federal judicial decision is unconstitutional and provides a clear process for uh, Texas to basically say this is hereby nullified. Um, and, uh, and I think that that bill is extremely important by starting the, the dialogue of what the Tenth Amendment means, what it should mean to us, and the, the fact that the federal government is delegated only a few and enumerated set of powers, and, uh, and yet they're exercising an enormous number more than that. So I think that the uh, other bill that I think is kind of a companion to that is HB 1359, which is the Texas Independence um, Referendum Act. Um, listen, this is not a bill about secession quite yet. This is a bill that allows the, the, the Texas Texans to decide um, what's best for Texas, to decide whether or not Tex- that, that uh, we should have the right to be able to reassert our status as an independent nation. Um, that is, it's, it's a popular vote, and then based upon that, um, there may be follow-up action. I basically is going to create an impetus to the legislature to act um, if, if there's a you know plurality of, of, of opinion on that matter. So I think that getting that in the works, getting that moving down the pipe, it's going to take years uh, if anything were to transpire from that. And so the time to start is now. Um, uh, say again, you know, H.R. 5 will absolutely change our way of life. It will basically end the ability of Republicans to ever win uh, an election, even locally or at the federal level. Um, and uh, this is a bill that will likely get passed, in my opinion. Um, I don't think it's beyond the pale the Democrats will remove the filibuster rule in the Senate. I think that uh, they intend to pass this bill. And once they pass that, I think that gun control and you know, universal uh, gun registration, um, you know, licensing of, of quote-unquote high-capacity magazines, i.e. normal-capacity magazines, I think that all these things are, are things that are not, that, that we thought were, uh, very unlikely, and I think they're very likely now. So those are those are two bills I think that are really important, but they're kind of a pair. And then I would also say that um, there's it's a close third, but um, I think that there's no way that the 87th legislature should end without 
passing the bill to abolish abortion that I believe that uh, Kaysen has submitted. Um, it could be Slayton. I'd have to go look it up, but I believe it's either uh, Jeff Kaysen or um, uh, Brian Slayton that actually submitted a bill that uh, um, essentially nullifies the idea that the federal government had any say on abortion whatsoever. Um, I think that that is um, an outstanding bill. It actually gave me chills when I read it, and I think that um, in lieu of our discussions of, of expanding Texas sovereignty, I think that Texas making um, making a very loud and very public move to end abortion in the state will, um, you know, make it clear to everyone across the world that Texas is willing to stand on its own two feet and make its own decisions according to our own principles. What do you uh, say to people who think that uh, Texas seceding would not work? Listen, there, I think there's twice as many countries in the world at the end of the uh, 20th century as there were at the beginning of the 20th century. Um, the idea, and, and, and look at how many uh, wars or revolutions were fought during that time. It was a very small number compared to the number of countries that were created. I mean, the idea that there has to be some sort of uh, egregious or horrible situation that causes a new country to be born is absurd. Um, it's the 21st century. I think that the uh, I think that Texas, um, you know, asserting it through a popular vote the idea that we should have an independent nation would uh, would kind of catapult Texas, the ninth largest economy, into a fast track to be able to 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 be a model for the Western world. Um, I mean, listen, we have every industry known, industry known to man in this state. We have. Um, probably sitting on the, the, the second or possibly third largest um, uh, reserve of natural gas and oil in the world. We have some of the largest uranium deposits in the entire world, and those are just natural resources. Um, we have an enormously, um, uh, you know, ex- diverse and very uh, uh, broad tech sector that um, ranges anywhere from SpaceX to Tesla to um, telecom to defense to um, microchips. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. Um, ha- actually, having been an engineer in the tech sector in, in Texas, there's nowhere that anyone should live if they want to be able to very easily move from job to job than, um, say, Dallas-Fort Worth or Austin or Houston. Um, these are some of the most um, job-rich areas in the entire world, and I think that um, there's there's no obstacles whatsoever to Texas standing up on its own two feet. So um, I don't think it's an absurd notion. Um, I think it's far less absurd than some of the countries that, uh, that, that, that are talking about independence right now. I think there's some really large obstacles, say, to a country like Scotland to be able to stand up, but I still think that they could probably do just fine. Um, listen, the bar is not that high. I mean, the United States government is $30 trillion in debt. Um, there's two and a half million employees of the federal government, 14 million people that are on the federal government's payroll. The idea that we couldn't do better than the waste, fraud, and abuse that has characterized the uh, operation of the United States government over the last 50 to 75 years is absurd. We could do it with one arm tied behind our back and no, no kidding whatsoever. Absolutely. I would definitely agree with that. Now let's move on to something a little bit different. What made you enlist in the Texas Guard? I tell you, this um, this, this kind of movement of my life towards um, trying to serve Texas in every way I could was something that didn't start in a vacuum. Um, I kind of, you know, we had 
just like every family had small kids and I was limited as to how much I could, I could do. I had, I had a job in defense and, you know, trying to stand up and run for Senate was something that probably was years off. Um, but even, um, in 2014, I just, which is when I joined the state guard, I just had to do something, had to feel like I was doing something to stand up for, for the state. And I think that, um, you know, the fact that Texas has a state military that is answers only to the governor is a, Texas in a very unique situation. And honestly, um, I do not regret that decision. The, the people that I know in the Texas State Guard are um, among the finest Texans that I've ever met, um, the most patriotic Americans, period. So, um, you know, it's been a great experience for me. And my oldest son uh, joined the Guard a couple of years ago. He's a corporal now. And it's been a great experience for him. Um, my middle son, Sam, is going down to drill with us to join um, this weekend. So we'll have three three hoppers in the guard, which I'm very proud of. So um, one more thing. And um, this is obviously something that we are very, very interested in. What is it like not being a native Texan? Well, let me talk to you about that. So there was a uh, resolution that was actually filed by, let me think, I think our senator, Drew Springer, um, that defined Native Texan. And, you know, technically, Jake, if you read that bill, which, let me be really clear, I think is absurd. Um, and I think that, first of all, separating Texans out into categories is just an absurd proposition. I mean, I think we have so many patriotic people here. But even that said, that bill actually stated that you're a native Texan if your parents were in the military and paid taxes before and after. And in fact, my dad was in the Air Force and he uh, uh, went to school at Texas Tech, for, um, lived in Texas for most of his childhood and then um, um, moved back to Texas uh, afterwards. So, you know, Jake, I mean, you know, I don't know what it's like not to be a native Texan according to that definition, but uh, nevertheless, let me say, um, I, uh, I think that uh, there's something really awesome about the fact that people move to Texas and flock here, as, as my wife and I did. We moved here um, on the day, actually within a week of the time we got married. June 14th, 2014, we got married, and that was the day that Hillary Clinton was supposed to speak at our college graduation. We didn't want any part of that, so we got married that day and moved to Texas the next week, and we have never lived anywhere else and never would want to. And I think that there are so many people that have stories like that because this is the freest and most, uh, you know, wonderful country in the entire world. It has a rich history. Um, it is uh, you can't compare it to anything. So uh, you know what, Jake? I don't. I don't know. I, you'd have to ask, tell me what it's like to to have been born here. I wish I could, but unfortunately, I, I uh, didn't have any control over that. All right. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my pleasure, Jake. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back right after this. Welcome back to Cancel This. I am uh, your host along with the other host who is, um, what's your oh, name again? It's me, the other host. Oh. And we're back from the fifth break we've had. <laughs> the right. fifth break in three segments. Our fifth break. <laughs> yeah, for real. I don't know how we did it. We only had three breaks. We, we manifested five. So. I mean, you know, sometimes you just got to create a break. It's just better for the environment, you know? That interview, though, that was something special. It was a good interview. I it was have, a good interview. I would have to agree with that. I was so extroverted that... I know. I just... They had to mute my mic. 
I was that extroverted. Yeah, I muted his mic at least 700 times, he, I would say. And like, he had to just keep it muted for like a half like, the- Here, I'm gonna mute his mic for a second, yeah. but I'm just gonna try to- go, Hold on, hold on. Yeah. He's trying to- He's trying to silence me. Uh, I'm being silenced. I'm being silenced. Hello? Oh, I'm being silenced. You've been unsilenced. Sorry. I, I just didn't. had to uh, point that out for a second. And I'm- um, uh, Thank you for uncanceling me on the cancel this podcast. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, he just got canceled again, so um, you can only hear me now. So uh, thanks so much for. Um, I'm, I'm okay. Thank you. All right. He's uh, he's uh, back now after that uh, quick break, and also entering the room now is no one. I'm just kidding. No one is entering the room. We have fooled you. <laughs> we just lied to you. We just lied to you. And okay. Maybe, maybe we're lying to you right now. We're kind of off topic, or are we? Or was that a lie? Or are we? Was this whole thing planned? Are we real? <laughs> okay, but that interview, though, <laughs> he had a bunch of interesting things to say. Yeah, good points. It made me a little more open to it. I am i don't know. I still have my opinions. Of course. But he, he, puts, he puts up a good argument. Maybe uh, next episode we'll go into some more detailed opinions on Texit. Yeah. And, um... But that's it for this episode. I'm thinking, I think this was better than the first one for sure. Oh, for sure. But um, I'm thinking every week we'll just have a shorter show, kind of like kind of like we had. And um, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. You can check us out on Spotify now, and that's about it. Thank you so much. We haven't been approved by anyone else because uh, we suck. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And I we, forgot to add an applause sound effect, so uh, I know. Well, our yeah. our clapping is good enough for now. Yep, it's good enough. That, All right. See, that's why we're not on Apple, because we don't have the applause sound effect. It's true. That's exactly... And Apple doesn't like us. Yeah, they, they just... They're like, we hate this. These, these well, they already two, they already approved the How podcast, and that was like a... like They, they already know that that was like a mistake. <laughs> they, it's like instant regret they hear welcome and they're instant like, and they're like oh gosh straight up instant regret they what, what did we do i'm su- i mean honestly i'm surprised they haven't canceled us on that show yet i know right it's it's amazing it could happen one day we might be on this show to be like and joining the cancel on this cancel cancel culture segment is a how podcast 101 lucas said uh, something lucas said something very bad <laughs> uh, he'd be the one or noah noah might uh i don't know I'll leave my other podcast down below. You probably don't want to listen to it. It's about a rural, rural Texas town. Yeah. Like a few miles south of Sherman. So they don't even know where Sherman is. Exactly. That's why it's more even more confusing. If you're not from Texas, which it's is like, a what, very low it's probability. Like, it's like 50 miles south of Dallas. What are we, 50 miles south of Dallas? South of Dallas? North. Excuse north of me? Dallas. North of Dallas. North of Dallas. I'm about to say north. I just wasn't thinking. This man don't know geography. I mean, I do on Thursdays, but it's like... The, the, there we are again with this Thursday bit. But it's true. It's just, it's like... I, I don't think you understand what I mean by... It's like Thursday is just everything. It's like... It's like there's Thursday and then any other days of the of whatever the week is. That's what I've been told. Is either just... It's just called a time. All right. We're going to have an argument for about a week. Uh, we'll still have that argument when we come back. Uh, yeah. All right. I uh, yeah. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Uh, for me, Jake Roberts, and me, Billy Bob. I mean, Malin Walker, and also Billy Bob. No, no, just Malin Walker this time. For legal reasons, yes. <laughs> All right, we're signing up for now. Thanks for joining us.